0: I'm suiting up! Welcome to Doctor 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth in climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Nikolaus and Death. So, let's rock it this week and go into last week's poll question, which actually has an an opinionated answer (laughs) as opposed to a true or false.
1: (laughs) And yet, we actually had somewhat of a... uh non-answer answer this week the poll question if you recall is do you prefer to see cards in a Hearthstone expansion before launch day or would you prefer to be surprised by the cards on launch day we had 22 votes 11 for reveal early 11 for
0: be surprised what? Well, Come on. I mean, Let's but that's, that's something you can answer objectively, unlike yes, my poll questions.
1: But we don't have a definitive answer <laughs> as to what the best way of doing this is, because half of us want to see him early, half of us want to be surprised. And I, and I mean, I understand the feelings behind both of those, but like, it's, it, it's still, it, it was just really interesting to me that we, that we ended up right down the middle, half one, half the other.
0: Oh, yeah. So, all right. Well, then let's move on to the news for this week. Uh, Galcon's Awakening Wing 2 is now available. Eight new cards, each from, e- er, excuse me, four from each side of the adventure. And we'll go over the uh, the cards that were released this week in the main topic. So next we have a new bundle, the Dragon Masters Bundle. 25 Year of the Dragon packs, and Random Descent of the Dragons Legendary, $20 US. 50% of the revenue received by Blizzard from the Dragon Masters bundle, up to a maximum of $1.5 million USD, will be contributed to the total prize pool of the Hearthstone Masters Tour eSports tournament taking place in 2020. One per account, like any other bundle, and cardbacks can contain uh from any Year of the Dragon expansions, Rise of Shadows, Savors of Old Doom, or Descent of Dragons. So that's very interesting. Like they haven't I'm I'm really interested because then like where does your pity timer fall? <laughs> like I, you, I it's got it's that that was the first question
1: I had. Was, yeah there there so the the difference between last year's bundle is there's no hero portrait there's no thunder king like we had last year during the ma- the the bundle that was used to help uh supplement the uh the master's tour stops and uh the the these card packs they're they're just a mix so if you're looking specifically for descent of dragons cards you might be better off just getting Descent of Dragons packs because you're gonna get cards from all three expansions, not just one. And then, like you said, where's the pity timer? You know, you're guaranteed the one from Descent of Dragons, but what? You know, I don't know how that'll work with the others.
2: If I'm going logically, it should be a new set of packs, so it would be like within ten. Pity timer would be in the first ten as well and have the same like. Every forty packs, even though you can only get twenty five, you know? Yeah. Um, but Blizzard can do weird things, so I actually don't know.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's when when you said they were new packs, I was like, that's pr- well, that's how it historically has been. Your first ten packs you get a legendary. So yeah. maybe get two legendaries? Who knows?
1: I did I did see somebody uh say that they got two legendaries from the twenty five packs. Okay. And so that was just one anecdotal experience. So I don't know if that's representative of what everybody's going to potentially get, but I I I would hope that if you're open 25 packs you'd find a legendary at least in addition to the the yeah. one that you're getting just from the bundle.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm going to probably purchase it this week, so I will like, I can report back when it comes cuz I'm a sucker for packs, so I will, you know, they got me. <laughs> So, then we have Celebrate the Lunar New Years, uh, January 29th, which is starting tomorrow, through February 12th. Um, There is a blog post, so uh, I will go ahead and link that in the description, as always. So, we have a special tavern ball, the Lunar Blessings. Complete eight different special-themed quests, each one rewarding with both gold and dust. I love these ones. These, I mean, these are the ones you're like, can I have these all year round? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because they usually give you the same amount of dust as gold you uh, you get. So like 60 dust is, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. That's way more than generally than you'd get. You know, I'm I'm saying way more, but it's 20 more dust than you'd get on a standard pack. If you have everything and can disenchant anything and it's a random... You know, four four commons, one rare, it's forty gold. So I feel like yeah, that's a...
2: but The average pack though is a hundred dust. So is it? Yeah.
0: Okay. Well I never knew that before, so Yeah.
2: It would still so the average the average pack is a hundred dust. Um so when you're at the level where you where you can disenchant everything, uh it equals out to about one gold is equal to one dust.
0: Oh, well. More or less. So you get the same turnaround essentially. Yeah. Awesome. So the question
1: I have about this, and it's just maybe I'm reading into the wording a little bit, but we've seen events where they've had just basically a linear this is this is your first quest, this is your second quest, this is your third quest, and you go through and then we've also seen events like this where you got there was a special set of quests and you got a one of those set every day for the entire, for the entire, uh, uh, event. Mm -hmm. And to me, I'm not quite sure which this reads as because I could see it reading both ways where there's eight quests that have, uh, you know, dust and gold and you're guaranteed to get one of those maybe day one, but is like, how how does day two work, and what if you do all eight of these quests? Are you done with the with with getting the special quests or or does it keep does it
0: keep i would going, as, I, guess? I would assume like in the past you would probably get two quests in one day with the uh special quest taking priority would be my guess, but that is just a guess, so I would not quote me on that but either that or it's just going to be one special quest a day that would be my guess so yeah. I,
1: okay. I i i'm kind of thinking that it's going to be that way but if if it happened to be that you had this special set of quests and you got to do one of those quests every day for for two weeks it would be almost from a mid max standpoint if you had a quest that you left you could re-roll it once the thing started, and maybe get one of those, and you know get extra dust. But I, but that probably—it's been a while since they've done an event like that, so it's probably not the way this works.
0: Yeah. So, the, here's the, me here's me wishing it was the other way, <laughs> for sure. So here's kind of the shocker of the week for me: Blizzard Esports leaves Twitch for YouTube. Um, So there's a, uh, a news article that we'll go ahead again and link in the description. It's a multi-year strategic relationship makes YouTube the exclusive streaming partner outside of China includes Overwatch League Call of Duty League Hearthstone Esports and more starts with the Masters Tour Arlington this weekend. This is huge at least I, I mean it feel like it is to me like I've I've watched all my Hearthstone Esports on Twitch so, this is going to be very strange to not be, like, booting up the Twitch app this weekend and watching the the Master Store. So, I'm kind of, like, I don't know how to feel, but, I mean, I feel like this is really big for YouTube, because I feel like Overwatch League did well. I, and I don't have any basis on this, I just feel like it did well. And I know, I mean call of duty is really popular so i assume maybe their esports are sought after but I, again i don't uh, i'm just talking with that so yeah i don't know um i don't know
2: too too much about it but i know that uh it, i'm fairly certain that call of duty is like fourth or something in shooters as far as esports go i know csgo is right up at the top and i think uh rainbow six is like below that so uh call of duty is not super can
0: uh, can we can we take a second and just uh, a ama- may be amazed that call or counter-strike is still going today <laughs> oh it like yeah. i
2: love watching counter uh, cs tournaments they're great
0: that i love watching the game is just i don't know if, if people out there have ever played counter-strike um it is one of the more difficult first person shooters mm-hmm. very technical and a very it's a very skill heavy first person shooter. So, that being said, it also
2: has one of the best spectator clients yes. out of any esport anywhere. To
0: to be fair, we're going back to when did Counter-Strike came out in what 2001, 2002? I have no idea. I th- I think it was before that actually. It was it, it, it was, was it was a Half-Life mod. Yeah. You could originally get counter-strike for free if you had half-life this was i mean anyways this is this going off topic but i have my roots i played a lot of counter-strike when i was younger Uh, yeah but anyway um,
1: googling it it says november 8th 2000
0: okay um
2: this is the big test i guess for this is going to be this weekend because i mean the hearthstone was normally pulling in like between twenty to 30,000 people on Twitch, and I know a lot of that, or I would, have, I would figure a lot of that was people going on Twitch and it being on the front page and clicking on that or, like, just having the page open and going away and doing other stuff while it's muted. Um, I don't know how successful it will be on YouTube. Um, I guess it will kind of depend on how much it's promoted and, like... Um, like, I like to watch the uh, LCS, League of Legends, on YouTube, mm-hmm. but, like, I have a ton of LCS subscription stuff, and it doesn't always show up on my recommended page. Like, sometimes I have to actually look for when it's being live, and if someone doesn't have a lot of Hearthstone, you know, subscriptions, it may not be showing up for them um, on their recommended page, and if that's the case, like, we could see sub-10,000
0: it also might be something they want to promote, so they might just slap it on the main page come come Friday. They might just slap it right up there and say, here you go, go watch some Hearthstone, and try and drum up some some more interest in it, but we'll see. I've never,
1: I've never ever watched uh, a streamed event on YouTube. I've only watched video re, re, pre-VOD videos on, on YouTube, so yeah. this actually is going to get me to try it, and uh, I'm not sure how to find it, necessarily. I'm, I'm assuming I'm going to go to the Play Hearthstone page and go from there, but yep. I don't actually know.
0: It'll be it'll uh, be the top it'll be the top link and it'll be live. It'll show say like live streaming video and you'll click on it and it just works like a regular YouTube video. I, I'm just yeah. I'm just
1: hoping it works similarly like like I I watch on my Apple TV and so through the YouTube app I hope it it's easily apparent how to how to get to the live streams there too.
0: But. I would I would hope so too but i've i've watched live streams on youtube before on my i have a fire stick and i've had no problems okay. so okay
1: yeah, it's it's definitely interesting definitely surprising i i saw lots of inter- interesting takes on it and uh yeah I, it's gonna what well, there's gonna be a lot of people watching how 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 much uh,
0: yeah
2: how much people are watching
0: yeah, there's a lot of yeah. people there's a lot of people gunning for Twitch right now cuz it's the <laughs> biggest one. So we'll see.
2: This has got to be a huge amount of money though to get Oh yeah. exclusive uh rights to it on YouTube like That's absolutely insane.
0: Yep. So, last bit of news, and this is just a possible bit of news, as it was data mined. So, we have a possible new mage portrait, Celeste. Um, all her data points towards a mage hero, and she has both fire blast and fire blast rank two spells. We do not, we don't know what the mage will look like, but there's there we go. There's a potential new hero incoming. So let us move on to today's main topic, cards. So we have eight new cards this week, um, and we will start on the League of Eagles side. Um, actually, I don't know if these are organized right. Well, so we'll just start with Arcane Amplifier. It is a three-cost man uh, mage minion, two ma- two health or two attack, five health. Your hero power deals an extra two damage. I mean, uh, okay, <laughs> like sure. <laughs> I feel like it's it's the uh, it's the same as the uh, the the one that used to see Paige played, but it's not a battle cry, and the stats are the same except for instead of being a three four, it's a two five, and it's an elemental. Um, could this bring Je- Jesulak back possibly for the next like two months? But I don't know. I'm not impressed with it.
2: I think you're meaning Fallen Hero, which was a two mana 3-2. No, 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 no. The, uh, the, the,
0: uh, I forget what there it was, is. There was a 1-1 one one
1: that gave you plus two. That's still that in standard.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I'm thinking of the one that let you draw the card. I'm sorry. It's Daring Fire Eater. Yeah, that's the Oh, Daring Pyromaniac Fire... is the one that you're thinking about. Yeah. Yeah, so. Sorry, I got that wrong. My bad.
2: Yeah. Fallen Hero is out. I think that was like TGT or something. Yeah. Uh, Pyromaniac and Daring Fire Eater were both um, Raskon's Rumble. They're still in standard. Janelai is still in standard. Mm -hmm. Um, This is interesting because dealing three damage is a lot with the hero power. Like you, you pay, you play that card, right? It's called Frostbolt, essentially, or Dark Bomb if you're Warlock, you know, mm-hmm. whatever class you are. Um, and it's you know it's repeatable. Five health is a lot to get through, and it's an elemental, so elemental evocation. You could get this out on turn one, theoretically. Fair. The problem again, which was what I said with the avalanche thing, is that elemental mage sucks. What it does is not good enough compared to, like, Galakron Rogue and Highlander Mage and, you know, and Big Injured, whatever other stuff is in meta right now. Like, and I don't know if this tips the scale enough.
0: But Spirit of the Dragonhawk. Nicolai's <laughs> dead eyes <laughs> right <laughs> now. tried
2: so hard to get that card to work. And then I gave up because just odd mage was better yeah well it's fair. The,
1: the other thing is is it, it, there's not enough elementals that you're going to want to do this uh over you you can't do this and be highlander too because no. there's not enough elementals to allow you to do that and so you lose the payoff cards of zephyrus you lose the payoff card of reno you lose the payoff card of dragon queen alexstraza presumably mm-hmm. Uh, because there's not nearly as much card draw in Mage as there is necessarily. I, I, I like Warlock has the life tap, and so you can you can kind of just fudge your way through getting getting to it, even though you're running a bunch of two of's. So I just it it's a cool card, and I'd like to see it see some play. And I think it, the the fact that it's elemental matters, but it's it's it's. It's a hard sell right now, given the fact that there's a mage deck, or presumably a better mage deck that's available
2: to you, and it's the Highlander Mage. It's all still kind of weird. Like, they're pushing Elemental Mage at the same time as they're like, hey, look at all of these cool dragons. And they did this, like, not even two months ago. So it's like they're trying to tear a mage in two different directions, and it doesn't really make any sense.
0: But what about this sweet, sweet neutral elemental, the five-cost hailbringer? Bat- it is a three-four battlecry, summon two one-one ice shards that freeze. That's that makes. I take. I right? take it back. We got. We got. We got. are back West. on course. Yeah, we've got, we, we got the
1: elemental we needed. <laughs>
2: I don't have any words. <laughs> it's bad. You do.
1: You you have some words. Just I have words. I just don't know shit. if I can
2: say them all. Yeah. This yes. card is bad. Don't play this card. Please don't play this card. I am begging you. Do not play this card. It is bad. I don't care if it has those 1-1 things have freeze. They are going to die and do nothing. And then you paid 5 mana for a
0: 3-4. Sounds fair to me. <laughs> i see what you're saying
2: but counterpoints <laughs> actually i don't have a counterpoint i was just it's... what is it living flame oh that that three mana three four from descent of dragons your minions can't be frozen oh boy we better break out the tech card <laughs> so it's
1: it's five six worth of stats across three bodies the thing that the thing of it is though is i feel like there's instances where that's an advantage right uh, but it seems like it's one it has to be in classes that can take advantage of like the extra tokens i think is part of the issue and the other issue is like i feel like that works better at a lower mana cost than five mana because that's the things that your opponent is going to be doing for five mana is gonna have you know five six seven attack you know 567 attack 567 health and what is this thing going to do I mean if the 1-1 survives yes you could throw 1-1 in on it and freeze the minion for a turn but like they still have a much bigger thing that is potentially going to hit you in the face so it, it just to your point it doesn't it doesn't make sense
0: also have you heard of my friend swipe <laughs>
1: Yeah, Swipe eats this for breakfast.
0: Exactly. Okay, so then we have Rising Winds, Twin Spell. It is a druid spell, I should say. Two mana, Twin Spell. Choose one, draw a card, or summon a 3-2 eagle.
2: This is the best card that is coming out this week, and there are no questions about it.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree 100%. It... Well, way to rule the rule the poll
2: question, buddy. Jeez. Oh, oops.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, it's debatable, f- right? Fist
2: of Rodden is so good,
1: though.
0: <laughs> so good.
1: Please, please continue with your analysis, just <laughs> keeping
2: in mind that I'm just going to be over here crying. <laughs> okay. So the first thing is that a lot of people have already made the comparison to Firefly, right? Mm-hmm. This is essentially a two-mana version of Firefly because... It you know, it was a 1-2 that gave you another 1-2 in your hand. This is a 3-2 that could give you another 3-2 in your hand. Mm-hmm. But the advantage it has over Firefly is that in the later game, it is not just a dead body.
0: It's you know, a draw it, card. It,
2: it's draw a draw card. It is, instead of this 3-2, I'm going to draw something that is probably better than that. So it's good in the early game. It's good in the it's good in the early game because you just get a 3-2, which is great. It's good in the mid game because you can get two three twos, which is also great, and it's good in the late game because it's draw a card, which is great. And if you're playing it in Questford, you don't have to choose because you get it all. So yeah. I think this fits yeah. in Token. I think it fits in Quest. I think it, you know, potentially fits in in Biggin because in, in Biggin wants to draw more cards and they don't have a lot of, you know, if they miss the curve, you know, they might not have a lot of early game. I think it's just a freaking fantastic card.
0: Here, here.
1: <laughs> yeah, this this is this is a good card, and I, I I not that Quester needed needed it, but necessarily, but it kind of had fallen out a little bit since since Descent of Dragons came in. But this this could, act, like you said, it, it can act as early game or the if you get to choo- if you get to use and get both effects for two mana. That's that's really nice. And like if you're trying to build that board up that you can then use, you know, your your power of the wild or you can use, you know, some sort of uh buff effect uh that that's just a nice minion to 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 be able to add some additional stats to and stuff and it does help you, you know, thin your deck. So so that that that's usually something the uh the the Quest druid wants to do as well.
0: Yep. So then we have our, uh, we have the legendary weapon for shaman for cost, the fist of Raiden. After you cast a legendary or cast a spell, summon a legendary minion of that cost, lose one durability. It's a one four weapon. So essentially, you summon four random legendaries for the cost of the with the same cost of spells you play. I
2: mean, you could also hit with it, which is. Probably more useful
0: <laughs> four four <laughs> mana four damage,
2: can you count? <laughs> that sounds like a hello bargain to me.
0: It sounds like a really bad spirit cause <laughs> uh, which is um, what so it reminds me of.
2: I don't have the exact stats on this, Maybe somebody can figure it out, but a lot of legendary minions fit into one of two categories the first category is that they have a very strong battle cry effect the other one is that they are highly synergistic and suck if you are not using it in that exact synergy or they just suck in general mm-hmm. but, but uh but the point is like they suck when they're randomly generated you know like um the spire the Black Rock Spire or whatever. I can't remember. Black
0: Howl Gunspire. That's it,
2: yeah. Or like Lower Warker and Nat Pagle or like Sure, Blood Mage thanos is a good card, but I don't really wanna let generate that rather get something better than a one one for this, you know, like Um and then like what spells is Shaman really playing? Like Elias and Galapron Shaman, they the spells go up to like five mana. You know, it ends at, like, Dragon's Path. So if you have to be playing, like, a Control Shaman or something, which does not exist, I'm sorry, Daring, it does oh. not exist. Oh. And then you have, like, Earthquake, which is 7, and seven's not a great point for Legendary Minions. You really want to be hitting that 8. But the only spell that they have that costs more is that 10-mana spell, which I don't even start me about. Like, there are so many things wrong with this that no. No. The narrator comes in and says Eye of the Storm. He was thinking Eye of the
0: Storm. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh god. So, this card is so frustrating to it's, think about.
0: Yeah, it's it's awful. It's just not good. And it's I, it's flashy though.
1: And there is going to be I I
0: think of any of
1: these cards, this is the card that is gonna get you on Trolden. And so like what were the initial there was a uh a post on HS replay saying the most played card and were like six or seven hours after after the launch of the wing but the fist of rod ends the most played card so far from wing two and 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 you can understand it i mean it's a legendary so it already gets some extra cred there and then just the spontaneity of the random <laughs> legendary that you can get it just I it it does have that sort of wow factor, but it, the odds of th- that you're actually going to get that high roll that you're looking for the the King Mukla for throw you using your uh, your three mana spell or or uh, you know something something like that or I'm trying to think of a really good five mana legendary because you used Leroy the uh, oh yeah for after after casting the scheme or something it just. The odds that you're going to get that aren't probably that great, and um, you know there's probably I don't know what the numbers are. I think somebody actually did do a a breakdown based on mana cost, and but I would think that you're probably like one in ten for pretty much every spell at the at best uh, uh, at each mana cost, and so it's just like you're you're not gonna probably high roll.
0: Also. Uh Black Howl Gunspire, best legendary in game, debate me. We're moving on. Fiendish uh, Servant Counterpoint <laughs> Counterpoint
2: King Crush because it, every time it gets on Troden you get that crappy Jurassic Park music, and it just makes me laugh. Okay, you win. You win. You I don't be need me care on the there. King Crush. I'm talking about like Trodden clips about the Jurassic Park yes. music. Black Mage was in. I am. Uh,
1: I, I was gonna say I can't be impartial on this to <laughs> to, to, to rule in favor or not on this. So don't even look at me there. But okay. So what? We'll,
0: yep. So we'll move on to Fiendish Servant, a one mana warlock minion, uh uh two attack, one health, death rattle, give this minion's attack to a random friendly minion. I mean, it could fit in zoo. Seems all right. It dies, it passes the attack along. So I mean,
2: it's not gonna fit anywhere else to be yeah, honest. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's <laughs> I mean, that's a zoo card through and through. So it's a it's a cheap minion that is aggressive. So, I I don't know what else to say about that. It's just, I feel like it fits in Zuwak, and that's what, how they designed it, and that's how it'll get used, if it gets used.
1: So, nerf to the Warlock Galakrond, because now this can pop up, because it's a demon. So, that's in the pool of demons that it can summon.
0: Oh, it is a demon, isn't it? Oh, well. Yeah. That's not the worst thing in the it's, world.
1: It's it's not gonna probably matter because there's a lot of other really small demons as <laughs> exactly. well. You
0: exactly.
2: You can now just get like the ultimate low roll though of like <laughs> this voidwalker flame imp and the, the zero Old one imp. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, like or not uh, blood imp. Yep. And yep. you can even change the flame imp to the one one stealth guy. Um, yeah. I can't remember that any which would name, names, but that's it. Yeah. So now you can get the ultimate low roll.
0: <laughs> um, exactly. God, demons suck, man. Yeah, they really do right now. So next- There's no good demons. It,
1: it, except, except when my opponent plays Galakrond, it seems like. That's that, That's what I... I seem to be seeing a lot of pit lords lately, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, the
0: pit lord's great when you get it off Galakrond. So is uh, Illidan. Illidan's... Perfectly acceptable when you don't have to pay seven mana for his dumb, dumb face. But uh God, I wish he was better. Yeah, me too. So next we have what on first glance would be a good card, but then you realize what it does, and then you're like, Uh uh, never mind. It is a one mana priest minion, cleric of scales. It's a one-one battle cry. If you're holding a dragon, discover a spell from your deck. What is this for, and why is it so bad? Question. There are, there are three points to this,
2: because don't even start talking about shadow visions. Like, yes,
0: it's not shadow. Visions. The face of the yeah. Earth.
2: This is like a million times worse than shadow visions. Yes, it but is. the first part, you know, a lot of the times having a spell on a minion, you know, a spell on a stick is great. Not so much with priests because they have a ton of resurrect effects, and resurrecting a one-one is not very good. Second of all, it does not discover a copy of it. Like Shadow Visions, it actually takes it from your deck like Master's Call does in Hunter. So you're not gonna like triple Mind Blast somebody in Wild or triple Divine Spirit, you know? Um, no. And then the third point is you have to be playing a dragon. So Why? you actually just can't use it in Resurrect decks even if you were like, I'm just gonna not resurrect the 1-1. One one you know somehow you have this ability i don't know yeah um, and it, and you can't really play it in combo either because you don't play dragons in combo either like like this card is so bad on so many
0: different levels what were they thinking is pretty much my question
1: i think it would have been interesting if it actually would have discovered a copy i, I think it would have been the it definitely would have made the trade-off of having to play dragons in your deck in order for this to be useful a much more compelling argument yes. or reason to to consider it but the fact that it just basically draws you a spell like from your deck it just it's it's not enough of a payoff and and it's just like what deck does this fit in? And it, it, I, it should be a dragon deck, but like, what's the win condition of a of a dragon priest deck right now?
0: And <laughs> hope, your opponent, hope your opponent, hope your opponent plays <laughs> a bunch <laughs> of good cards and then mers on it the next turn and win. I, I, I'm looking it, for an answer here. Yeah, it's only, it's just
2: because we, we don't have any mid range priest decks, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I, this is, I don't want to do this for the third episode in a row, but like, Divine Spirit and our Fire is how you, pretty much, if you're not resurrecting everything a million times, you're winning with Divine Spirit and our Fire.
0: So, that's why this is bad. <laughs> so, let's move on to uh, our next card, a two-mana shaman spell, Explosive Evolution. Transform a minion into a random one that costs three more
2: kind of weird that shaman
0: is getting two cards
2: in this wing this week Uh, I guess
0: it's a good thing though that both of them suck yeah I was gonna say they're not good so I don't know what else to say about it it's just like when you get a free random evolution sure but to pay two mana for three like the only time that sounds appealing to me potentially sounds appealing to me is Going from five to eight, that's the only time. And even then, I, the only way I would take that is on an Ethereal Lackey. I would not put okay. this card in any deck.
1: Okay, so this is a nice card insofar as it's two mana, and and you could, with Spirit of the Shark, potentially do something with it. Because You mean Frog? Spirit of the Frog, sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. I want to see it with Spear of the Shark too. Not that it, not that that would actually do anything, but it's fair. You know what I'm saying. Uh, it's the but the real the the real winner with this is you play this with the Fist of Roden on and you high roll a Millhouse Mana Storm and you just win the game from there.
0: Okay, so I'm hearing nonsense. <laughs> oh boy, a four four on turn five. What are we gonna do? <laughs> I I don't know how that I can beat it. So f- our final it's a
2: four four on turn four. Thank you very much. Are you playing uh, this and the fist on turn
1: four? You're you're gonna play you're gonna play this. Yeah, you're, you're 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 tempoing your spirit of the frog on three, and then going to town on spirit uh, on turn but, four. But but you have to play, play the, the, uh, the oh, fist. Yeah. Yeah, details, details.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. So
1: in
2: imaginary land, this is great. <laughs> yes.
1: You would have to uh, do So Scruti. so you have to
2: foresight the fist to Yes. Play gotcha. There we go. Wait, I don't even think Perfect. that.
0: Yeah, I don't think that it. works
2: too.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Anyways, so we have Skyvateer is our final card this week. It is a two-mana rogue minion, one I want to the one attack, three health, um stealth. Death uh draw a card it is a pirate seems very interesting I feel like this will fit somewhere if not now at rotation but I feel like it can slot in what are you doing on turn 2 as Rogue
2: I think so there's two good points about this the first is that Rogue doesn't do a lot on turn 2 besides hero power because their hero power is probably right. the second best in the game Um, so they don't have a problem just doing it on two and passing, but if you actually have something to do like this, which will draw you a card later, great! You actually have an option. Um, And then, it's not totally useless, you know, in the mid to late game, because it will draw you a card. Plus, it does have stealth. I don't think the stealth is super relevant. It just means that, like, it doesn't get silenced or something right off the bat.
0: But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, I feel like because of the uh, the stealth, you'll more than likely draw that card. So it's it seems nice in that we're kind of in a we're
1: in a lackey meta, right? We're in a, a meta with a lot of one ones, and this can kind of help you control the board in the early game, especially if they do start going a little ham on on one ones or or like you're playing against a Galacron uh, Warlock and they're they. They, they get the invoke and summon the one ones this could potentially do that or like uh can, can allow you to draw that card to get deeper into the deck to find because his... there's two draw engines a lot of time like if you're playing this in the galakron deck it's the galakron itself or it's the uh the king togwaggle and there are instances where those two cards are near the bottom of the deck and when you if that happens then it ends up being you You end up being in almost a top deck sort of mode for 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 several turns and so maybe maybe having another way to draw at least even one additional card might help you find find those other big cards that exactly
0: it's huge that a, it's huge at that point in time when you have to when you're relying on like I need this next card to be Togwaggle. I need this next card to be Galakrond. I need this next card to be Kronk. Something where your big win conditions. If you can draw an extra card, that just puts you one card closer to it. So I feel like this is a a, a great card. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not a deck builder, so I don't know exactly where it goes. But I feel like it could slot into uh, at least Highlander Rogue right off the bat. I feel like that'll that'll see play there. Because you want to draw more cards as Highlander Rogue, so yeah, I I think it's like
1: you think of uh, Loot Hoarder two mana two one Death Rattle draw a card. This is I think right now in the meta that we're in a better version of Loot Hoarder.
0: I'd agree with that. Yeah,
2: it did, like it is highly dependent on the meta that we're in. Sometimes having that extra damage is important, um, but like you said before, we're in a one one meta. And that meta is going to continue probably for the next year, yeah. Unless something serious happens with the lackeys, um, so having one three, even even if it's two mana one threes, are still going to be useful.
0: Yep. So that wraps up these cards. Did you have one last thing you want to add, Mage? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: No, you you had mentioned before the uh, before the stream that one of the advantages of this is the three health means that it it likely survives to get pray, the praise of galakron put on yes it. And, and so uh and, and it's not necessarily going to be the first target that your opponent's going to want to kill either because it draws you a card so it, having that minion that is hangs around long enough to be able to use that so maybe you don't have to uh have to use the uh, the seal fate on your opponent's face or something to get to get a lackey to get things going on your side of the board. If you could play this on two and then be able to praise it on, say, three or something.
0: Yeah, I like having another cheap praise ta- target for early on in the game. So, anyways, as I was saying, that wraps up this week's cards. So, Mage, why don't you go over our poll questions related to this week's uh, release cards? Yeah,
1: so we... We went through the eight cards. Nicholas has a strong opinion over which card he thinks is the, uh, the best of this set. But we want to know from you, which Wing 2 card do you think will have the greatest impact on the meta? Is it going to be Rising Winds? Is it going to be the... Skyvateer. Is it going to be the Fist of Raden, or is it going to be one of the other ones that we talked about and didn't really care for all that much? Please let us know. Vote on which one you think it's going to be. If it's other, definitely reply and tell us which one of these other cards it's going to be, and we will discuss the results on next week's show.
0: Awesome. So, you can find the show on Twitter at dr 3 HS. You can join our Discord, Dr. Three uh Dr. Three uh Discord by going to our top pinned tweet on our Discord. You can email the show, um, dr 3 G- uh, hs at gmail.com and feel free to leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice. You can find me at Daring Alkline on Twitter, Nicolias? and Find me on
2: Twitter at Nicolaus123 and Mage.
1: You can find me on Twitter at Major Death, and then Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, you can find me on Twitch at Twitch.tv/MajorDeath.
0: You're not switching over to YouTube? Ah, uh, <laughs> no, not yet. They haven't. They haven't come
1: to me with a large pile of money to said you should come over here.
0: Fools, fools. I, I
1: know. I, I I'm pretty consistent on my schedule, barring not. They're not being flooding in my house, so, obviously. I, I mean, I got, I, I think I've got some stuff to bring to the table, but they, they just haven't found me just yet. So
0: I'll give it get, time. Get
1: the word out. If if you if you work for Google or you know somebody at Google, t- tell tell them, tell them,
0: please. We'll get right on that. So let's uh let's start a campaign to get <laughs> Mage's content strictly sponsored by YouTube. <laughs> As, as always, guys, you've been listening to Dr. Three.
2: Boom.
1: Boom. Cha-ching.